and welcome to this week's Freelance Mum podcast. Um, and we're joined this week by Claire Film. She's a travel counsellor. We're going to be talking to Claire very shortly about planning your fuss-free family travel, which is something I think we could all do with, let's face it. Um, before we do that, let me just remind you that you can come and try Freelance Mum for free for 30 days. We've got an awesome online community and offline community, weekly um, coffee mornings, and we've also got monthly networks as well at different hubs in your area. So do check us out at freelancemum.co.uk and come and join the mothership for free. Right, so we've done the general housekeeping. Claire, it's an absolute joy to see you. The last time I laid eyes on you was in, a, I think it was 2019, a year we all remember fondly, um, at the Freelance Mum Retreat. And you're joining us today to talk about planning your fuss free family holiday. Before we go any further, we're just going to have the COVID caveat that Claire does have a child self-isolating at home who could burst in at any point, but that's very much the nature of freelance mum and we can roll with that. So before we go any further, Claire, how on earth have you rolled as a travel counsellor with the last 18 months? Well, um, it's definitely been interesting and um, I have learned a huge amount. Um, I started my business in October 2019 um, and it was going really, really well. I was loving it and I was booking some amazing trips for people uh, predominantly to take in 2020. Um, and then, of course, um, everything went a bit peak tong. Um, and, you know, we could we still could never have imagined uh, you know, what's happened and what's happening. Um, so, yeah, so, uh, you know, I've, I've had moments, obviously, along the way, wondering whether travel was the best choice. But um, it's, uh, I, like I say, I've, I've learned huge amounts. Um, and it was really a case of making sure that my customers um, were happy and looked after well, really. So, um, like I say, I had some fantastic trips booked, um, which we needed to cancel or move. And, you know, some trips still haven't been taken. They're on their sort of third or fourth move. Um but that's the joy of the service that I offer, really, is that I take the stress away from customers so that um, they don't have to deal with any of that stuff. And, you know, when people were booking at that point, they had no idea that, you know, their, their holidays might need to be cancelled because that's just not something that we really thought about. You know, it was once in a blue moon, wasn't it, that you'd hear of somebody not going, fulfilling their plans. Um, but yes, it was um, it was amending and cancelling. And I think one of the big things has been about trying to keep up with all the information because there's, you know, as we're seeing this week, constantly updates and changes from around the globe of different entry requirements and restrictions. And you can do this and you can go there and all that kind of stuff. Um, so whilst, um, I, I, you know, I had a period of time, obviously, when I wasn't getting any new bookings, um, it's certainly still been busy. Um, and uh, yeah, there's a lot, lot more information up here than there was, there was at the beginning. Um, although, of course, it changes all the time, so you can't even assume that anything that you did know last week is still correct. Um, but you know, I've got great resources. I've got um, great network of, of support in terms of other travel counsellors and the business travel counsellors. Um, so that's really helped and, and supported me throughout the time, and, and continues to do so really. Oh, there are so many questions that are coming to mind right now, Claire. I mean, it's funny because you talk about how my initial thought was, gosh, you know, you must have spent a lot, a lot of time suddenly without holidays to book. But as you rightly say, you were also coming into your own there. Um, and people must have been so relieved that there was someone to take care of that for them. 
Absolutely. I mean, we've all heard horror stories, haven't we, about people who've been on hold to, um, you know, online holiday companies or airlines for hours. Well, that's that's me. I do that for you. Um, so, you know, my customers have been very grateful for that. And um, Martin Lewis, you know, money saving expert man, he did several polls throughout the course of um, COVID to find out what consumers felt about how they'd been treated um, and uh, travel counsellors came out top of each of those polls in terms of um, uh, refunds and, and you know, just generally the service they'd uh, received and they had to, you know, sort out their holidays. Um, so I think it just goes to show actually that, you know, you, you know, you go to lots of different people, experts, don't you, for services and this is just a, a, a similar sort of thing really, you, you know, I'm the expert you know you can use me to to do the donkey work essentially and, and the hard the hard graft and the sitting on the phone to easyjet for 10 hours so how what how does it work with a travel counselor um what do you do exactly at what point on people's journeys can people come to you and and how does your pricing structure work um, so people come to me sometimes with not a scooby about what they want to do, just a very generic, there's four of us, we want to go away somewhere hot. Um, or you get other people who come and say, right, we want to go to this hotel or this cruise on this date. Get me there. Um, so there's a, there's a whole host of uh, things and I'm happy to um, help people if they require inspiration and, and need some ideas and help to put together, you know, itineraries before you even start to think about, you know, where you might actually stay um, right the way through to, like I say, you know, just, just booking something that someone's very clear that this is what I want to do and this is where I want to go. Um, so at any point, really, people can pick up the phone and have a chat with me. Um, completely no obligation. Um, and I don't charge a service fee. Um, but I basically find out what my customer um, would like from their holiday, what's really important to them, um, if there are any things that you really hate, um, and, and then go away with all the information. Budget's obviously very important, um, and do the research and, you know, provide my customers with some options that I think would suit their requirements. Um, and, you know, often that then in tweaking, because I think sometimes, especially if you don't really know what you're after, it's only once you've got something in front of you that you think, oh, I love that or oh no 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 that's definitely wrong um so I just I always say to my customers you know it's a starter for 10 when I give you your first set of information have a look at it see what you think and we take it from there um and you know that's that worked well so far wow good for you and I'm guessing you must be pretty well traveled yourself Claire Yes, um, not so much, not so far um, away in recent years due to small people. Um, but um, yes, uh, earlier in my life, I've uh, you know done Australia and um, lots of the states. Um, I, I've got some more exotic places on my list. My little one's uh, she's six in a couple of days, so we've sort of got safaris and um, you know Borneo and places like that on the list once she's a little little bit bigger. Um, but yeah, I've done done loads and loads of Europe, um, which I love. You know. I've, big fan of a city break it's so easy that's the thing I always think you know you can literally go for a weekend and it's you know marvelous um so yes I've been I've been very fortunate I um and it's you know that's why I wanted to go into travel as a as a business because it's it's really my my passion it's my thing I'm never happier and I was lucky enough to get to um Mexico just a couple of weeks ago for a week which was rather lovely Oh, wow. That must be, you must, you must be still thriving off that one, Claire. That'll keep you going for ages, won't it? Well, I keep, yes, keep trying to remember my mindfulness on the beach with the, with the warm, <laughs> soft sand between my toes. I take myself oh. back there. Oh, yes, that was rather lovely. 
So what are your tips then for planning fuss-free family travel? Because it, I find it particularly stressful. I find just packing stressful, to be honest. What, what are your tips? If, if, say, we can't go to a travel council and we're just trying to do it ourselves from home, what are your tips that you've gleaned along the way? So I think one of the most important things at the moment is to keep up to date with all the information. You know, I've been lucky enough to travel a few times this year and you'd be amazed at the number of people at the airport who haven't got a clue what paperwork they should have. You know, they're desperately trying to find things on their phones. They're holding up the queue for hours because they're just not prepared. Um, and I, I even had um, a friend text me the other day asking, you know, how what she needs to do to get home from somewhere. Mm -hmm. So people um, don't have all the information they need and that you know sometimes it's easy to fix and sometimes it's a bit harder um so i'd say you know make sure you're really up to date with information the um gov.uk um, websites for entry requirements will show you for every single country what you need and you can set up email alerts as well so if you're planning to go somewhere or you've booked to go somewhere um and if you set up an email alert, it will come through to your box to tell you if there's been any kind of change, um, which is really important. Um, and I think making sure that whatever you book is flexible so that should you have to make changes in this current time, actually, you know, that you, you know, you, you can do that without having a, a big financial hit, because um, that's one of the, you know, the big problems these days, isn't it? Mm. Um, and then travel insurance is really, really important as well. So you can now get good COVID cover. It's not going to cover you for every single situation, um, but it, it should should you know help with the, the main ones because again I think that's a real worry for people with travelling these days. So the the better covered you are, I think the more you can you know properly relax and enjoy your holiday. And and also that applies to travelling in this country as well, doesn't it, Claire? Not not just travelling overseas. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you need to make sure that you've got good travel insurance for any kind of travel now because obviously. We all know that things can change, you know, in a second, really. Um, and, you know, it is about protecting yourself as much as possible. What do you do when it comes to, I think a lot of people now will be thinking, I could do a bit of hot. I had a lovely time holidaying in this country, holidaying in the UK, but I'd quite like a change of horizons now. How do you begin that? Because sometimes, personally, the world is your oyster. I find that a bit overwhelming. How do you begin um, whittling it down and deciding which country you're going to travel to? Um, so I've got some kind of um, standard questions that I start off asking people. And I think quite quickly you get an idea for how adventurous people are, um, what kind of food they like, what sort of temperature they like, how long they want to travel for. Um, what modes of transport they're prepared to use because actually when you when you start to dig down um, you know you've got people who are you know can't wait to get on a plane and happy to sit there for a long long time and then you've got lots of people who actually do you know what I, I can't do more than a five-hour flight so some of those restrictions already start to narrow down for you um, where you want to go and you know I think particularly now as well it's interesting lots of people just want to go on some kind of nice hot relaxing holiday they might normally be the adventurous types but but having not had any kind of sunshine or any kind of holiday for a few years um you know they're just just wanting to get me on a nice beach somewhere where I can just chill <laughs> definitely oh god I'm longing for that now just hearing you talk about it I want my back to do that thing it does when it relaxes properly in the warmth but is there such a thing as a completely relaxing family holiday? Bearing in mind, you know, lots of people watching are going to be your freelance mums. They're going to be going with their children. We want them to go. We want them to have fun. But an, is it, you know, unless you're going to go all singing, all dancing, huge package, which you don't necessarily want to do, can you still have a family holiday and make it relaxing? 
Well, I always say uh, if the children are happy, then the parents are going to be happy because let's face it, if the kids aren't happy, then you haven't got a chance, have you? So, I mean, there are lots more um, places now which do provide lots of activities and kids clubs. Like you say, it depends what you want. It depends what your kids are like as well. So some kids just won't won't entertain kids clubs, will they? Um, You know, whereas um, we cruise a lot. And the kids clubs have been amazing on cruises. You know, I, I literally have to beg my children to come and see me because um, <laughs> <laughs> they love it so much. Um, so, again, I think it very much depends on the on the family and the types of things the family like to do. Um, but there are definitely places you can go and things you can do to, to mitigate and reduce the stress. Mm. I'm not going to say that traveling with children is ever going to be stress free. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, packing the right things, going to the right place, um, having the right sort of entertainment entertainment available and food available for the, that they like mm. you know it, it all helps doesn't it oh, and I think you know if you've um you know again I've heard some horror stories about you know young mums who've ended up you know in places with loads of steps with the buggy and you know so it's that sort of thing as well it's making sure that you know you've done your research so you know that it's going to be as easy as possible it sounds simple but actually it's not the sort of thing that some people think about well, you, you know, you wouldn't, would you necessarily, Claire? You might see something, book it, think, right, this is brilliant. And as you arrive, there's a great big flight of steps. And if you're having to tackle that at least twice a day, that's going to be quite distressing, actually, and yeah. make you pretty fed up, you know, twice a day on your holiday, which you just don't want to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, any tips for travelling with children, as in the actual from your house to the destination? <laughs> uh, keep them entertained I think is the big thing um, so uh, I, I like to give my clients gifts and one of the um, one of the gifts I do give people particularly with younger children is like little bags with just things for them to do on the plane so a little maybe a little lego man or some stickers or mm. little coloring books you know so it, that's that's the thing I've found over the years is just keep them entertained um, you know if you if you haven't got a screen um, which we don't always want them to have especially not for hours and hours on end um, some of the, you know, and some of the old-fashioned things, you know, the books that you, we used to have when we were kids, where you'd tick off what you saw out the window of the car. You know, you can still get that stuff. You don't have to rely on screens um, to keep the kids entertained. I don't think. Um, I think a healthy mixture is good. I I couldn't agree more. Really, yeah, I think you're onto something there because you also feel a bit like, well, yeah, you can have a bit of screen time, but we've been we've been doing this now for over two hours. So you, no, no, enough, enough. Turn it off already. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Most definitely. Um, so in terms of uh, holidaying in the UK or even holidaying on your own, um, what's your advice there? If someone's thinking, do you know, I've, that's it, I've earned it. I've earned my right to have holiday or just two days, three days on my own without the children. Um, maybe you're going away with a friend. How do you scout that? How do you scout that one up? Um, so again, I think it depends what people are looking for. I mean, there's lots of amazing places in this country to holiday. There's lots of lovely spa hotels and lodges and shepherd's huts now and um, glamping. You know, there's there's such an assortment of things that you can do. Tree houses and lodges, honestly. I mean, and I think it's all come into its its own, hasn't it, in the last um, two years now. And, and and again, you know, 2022 is, is more booked up for the UK than it would normally be. So I think... Um, hopefully this has sparked a, uh, something in in our population to do a bit more holidaying at home um but there's you know there's so many resources on the internet i think again it is just about identifying what's your priorities what's your budget um where do you want to get to and how long do you want to travel for um and whittling it down from there but yeah there are some lovely places and also for solo travelers or um you know single parents there are 
you know various different options available that um that mean that you know there, there is something for everybody um and I think it's just so good for us all to have things to look forward to mm. it's, it's really you know it's so good for our mental health um not just when you're there but in that that run up to it as well yeah I can remember when we, the the date was released for lockdown being released I booked somewhere instantly I almost didn't mind if it got cancelled it was in the UK but I needed to have something on the calendar to look forward to other than just this longing yeah. you know I, did, I didn't mind I could take it in fact even if they moved it I didn't mind I just needed that thing on the horizon yeah um, absolutely you must constantly have wanderlust you know just seeing all these beautiful holidays and researching them for other people is that is that must it's both, must be both like a, a perk and a downside of the job they're like working in a cake shop and being surrounded by cakes and not you know yeah. you can't possibly eat them all is that is that what your day-to-day life must feel like Yes, funny enough, I was doing um, a quote for the Maldives this morning and I was just looking at the picture like, oh, I want to go there now. <laughs> um, so, yes, I do spend my life, but it was kind of weird in lockdown because I did use my time productively and I did lots and lots of training. So um, the travel industry was brilliant and it did lots of webinars um, about suppliers, about destinations. So that's you know, what I was saying about increasing my knowledge. That was part of it. Um, so it was it was a double edged sword because on the one hand it was interesting and wonderful and you know so lovely to be immersed in somewhere else for for an hour or so, but then you sort of come off the call and look around and think, oh, <laughs> 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 <You're not> here, <laughs> <then>. <laughs> uh, so it is a double edged sword. But I I love it. I love finding out about other parts of the world. Um, I find it really interesting to look at different resorts and suppliers and options that are available for people. That's it's just my thing. Um, so whilst sometimes it, it makes you a bit wanderlusty, um, actually, it's it's my favourite way to spend my time. Lovely. A bit weird like that. No, a head full of daydreams. It sounds perfect. It really does. Uh, do you have personal relationships now with some of like the, the tour operators? How does it work from your point of view? Yes, absolutely. So um, prior, prior to COVID, um, we had an annual conference, which was amazing. Um, Gary Barlow was there and I nearly touched him. It was very exciting. <laughs> Um, anyway, that's aside. There were also lots of suppliers. Um, and uh, so, uh, oh, I mean, hundreds of suppliers there. So that was my first opportunity to really meet loads of people. Um, and then we had, a, we last week actually had a smaller conference. They did some regional ones this year before we start the big ones up again la- um, next year. Um, and again, there was a, there was a small um, supplier uh, event there last week. So that was great. Um, and then just through these webinars, really, it's been a great opportunity to get to know um, some of the some of the suppliers and some of the contacts, which really helps because if you've got then clients going to a particular place, um, you know, you can put in special requests or you can ask the stupid question about can I just check how many beds are actually in that room and you know are they going to be comfortable for these children or suitable or you know if you've got anybody with any special requirements you want to uh, you know I always like to double double check that <laughs> what you read on the internet is right um so having a direct contact is brilliant and and yeah like I say I've built that network up a lot in the last 18 months which has been great that's a really valid point actually because I um my husband and I we've been looking at booking um places to stay as a family but actually really wanting to know the shape of the family room you know are we all going to be sort of four beds you know all together or, yes. or two around the corner so is it an l shape so there's a little bit you know you can have a bedside light on and the, the grown-ups can have their light on for a bit exactly. longer and can go to bed I don't that my two aren't old enough to be in this 
I'm talking about hotel rooms now to be in a separate hotel room um I wouldn't feel comfortable with that but a family room feels a bit mm, when everyone's turned the lights out at 8 30 you know so actually the layout is really important isn't it yeah it really is for families and also you know a sofa bed works great for some kids you know two siblings who get on well who sleep well that can be perfect for other children sofa bed is like hell on earth for everybody because they won't sleep they'll kick each other their row it will just end in tears so you know making sure that you've got the right bed configuration is is a massive thing as far as I'm concerned um, because there's nothing worse than not sleeping and are these all the things that you will make a point of always finding out about yeah absolutely and particularly with I mean, you know, I'm a mum of three, so I, I know what it's like. Um, I've had experiences, good and bad. Um, and if I can save somebody else the pain of finding out that a sofa bed's not going to work for their children, um, then that means I've, I've done my little bit for the universe. Um, so, yes, absolutely. That You know, those, I mean, some things, I suppose, are more important to me than they might be for other people. But the thing is, if you don't ask the question, often like I say it's just not the sort of thing people think about themselves but actually can make a massive difference to your experience and what's the difference of say booking with someone like you and walking into if you can even walk into a travel agent (laughs) and booking your holiday um that way Claire so I think the thing with me is you'll only ever talk to me um and I do pride myself on the personal service that I give um I work from home so I'm really flexible. So that's the difference. So I often speak to my clients at weekends, in the evenings. Um, I do Zooms and I would love, love to meet people in person. I've met a few people in person. But, um, you know, that will, that will grow um, as people get more comfortable with that again. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think really the personal service and the, and the flexibility are the two things that I, I can offer um, that, that stand out and different, really. You must feel when people go off and, on their holidays and they get on the plane, do you have that sense of, oh, I hope they like it? You know, do, do you wait for text messages? Oh, gosh, yeah. It's, it's such a big responsibility mm. because, you know, we spend a lot of money and a lot of our precious time. Um, and I don't know about other people, but certainly for us, our, our holidays as a family are our our best times together. You know, I, I find in the weeks normally it's very transactional. Um, you know, it's just getting people here, there and everywhere and <laughs> homework and food and um and so you know we properly stop and enjoy time together as a family um when we're on holiday so I I take that you know I always say to people I will treat your holiday like I treat my own Mm. um because I think they are so important um and nothing gives me greater joy than when I get that text I I do sort of text people with trepidation like are you having fun (laughs) Um, and I thought oh but yeah so touch wood so far so good Oh, that's brilliant. That's really and in the scenario, because it is going to happen, it is life. There is going to be some on an, an occasion where things just don't go quite as to planned. Can you deal with that? Do you know what? After COVID, I can deal with anything. <laughs> um, but that's the thing now. Um, yeah. You know, obviously there've been various things over the year, uh, years with travel that that have caused disruption, and obviously the things do go wrong. You know, best will in the world. Um, your hotel room's not quite what you expected, or the beach isn't as nice as you wanted. You know, all sorts of things can happen, can't they? But that, like you say, that's life. But um, yeah, I, with what's been thrown at me in the last eighteen months, um, you know. I'll be able to deal with anything and the beauty is that we also have a 24-hour duty office um, that's available for customers whilst they're away traveling 
So if you couldn't get hold of me for some reason, you, customers would always be able to get hold of somebody at duty office. So you've always got somebody available to help you out, which I think, again, travelling in these uncertain times um, is a really great support and something to make people feel um, you know, even more relaxed when they go away. Yeah, definitely, especially when people sort of think, oh, gosh, what if I we get poorly, whether it's COVID yeah. or not COVID, what's going yeah. on? How do I deal with this scenario? Really good to know you're not grappling around in the dark and you have got someone there on the end of a line. Um, yeah, it's been lovely talking to you. I want to book my holiday now. I want to get to this call and start talking about where, where we could possibly go as a family in 2022. Um, how far ahead are people booking? Well, so that's another thing. People have, um, it's interesting actually, because people have started to book uh, closer to their date of travel than they used to, but also um, really, you know, in the, in the, um, in the long long term so um i've just done a few cruises for 2023 um so the cruising industry always tends to uh, release things a bit earlier than than the rest of the travel industry but um yeah that's that seems pretty far out to me um uh but yeah i'm i'm doing lots of stuff for winter 22 and obviously summer 22 um and like i say some some bits now edging into 23 so um but the thing for 22 to bear in mind is um the prices are only going up Mm-hmm. and the availability is already um less than it would be at this time of year so ordinarily january is a is a massive month but already things are booked up um, more than they would be at this point so if people are thinking about traveling next year i would say don't hesitate on on that, and on that note claire can people put you know you're, you're saying that and that's very sensible it's also for anyone who hasn't noticed not very long until Christmas um so in terms of you know cash flow not a great time of year to for great wards going out of, of the bank account can we just put down a deposit and secure a place how does that work yeah absolutely so um there's and there's some really low deposit options um for holidays around at the moment um if you book uh low-cost airlines then they want to be paid the whole lot when you book it um but lots of other situations would enable you to pay a you know a, a smaller deposit and then you just pay the balance um sort of 12 weeks before you travel really so ideal claire it's been an absolute joy speaking to you it really has it's made me all all hopeful and excited in anticipation of some sunshine and going away for 2022 so it's been a joy speaking to you um, if anyone wants to get in contact how do they do that um so you can ring me on 01275 350097 or get me at claire.filmer at com. I'm also on Facebook, um, on Instagram as at what am I? TC Claire Loves Travel, that's me. Um, and I'm on LinkedIn as well. There's so many things to remember these days. Oh, so we, we didn't have to remember quite so much before. No, not at all. Um, listen, Claire, it's been wonderful. I will talk to you when we get to the end of this. So thank you very much. It's been fab. Um, I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. If you've got any questions to pop um, in the comments, please do. I'm sure Claire will hop in and reply. And don't forget, if you'd like to come and try out the Mothership free for 30 days, then please do. We'd absolutely love to come and see you. Um, until then, have a lovely rest of the day. Take care and thank you, Claire. Bye.